slips, jail time, snorting a cocaine line, racist tweets, family beefs, a royal leaves, Kanye, fake attack, racist rants, Botox and implants, shoplifting spree, punch a paparazzi, unexpected pregnancy, not your best moment. Hello and welcome to another episode of Not Your Best Moment. I am Keith Skopinich along with Andrew Harris and Phoebe Matana. And I think Andrew's got a little uh, what the fuck we're going to talk about. <laughs> I do. I've got, I've, I've got a little what the fuck. Um, <laughs> Just before, a small one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's here's the thing. The little what the fuck that I'm going to talk about, I feel like feeds into a larger what the fuck. So and I was just I was literally just reading about it. So I need to I need to, to calm my nerves a little bit. So I'll start with a quick dynasty update. Um, <laughs> I'm now halfway through season four and I just want to throw this out there to you too. Do you remember how long television seasons were when like network TV reigned supreme? Yeah, like 23 to 25 episode seasons, right? Mm-hmm. Turns out popular shows in the 80s got more. So some of these seasons have 30 plus episodes. And these are hour long or they were 45 minutes. But like, you know, in, in the 80s, like they didn't stop working. They worked all the time, which is very much to their credit. Now, I will say in season four, certain storylines seem to be recycled more and more thematically that you know our characters are not learning from their mistakes which if they did there wouldn't be a show so that's that's kind of hard for me so i'm like kind of slowing down a little bit especially as the bear has come back which is if you're not watching the bear you are wrong which isn't to say that it's like an easy show to watch because i can do like one a day but it's really good anyways dynasty where are we right now let's see alexis just had to that's joan collins just had to square dance in wyoming to charm an old man so that she could buy his oil wells at an undervalued rate so that she could in turn screw her ex-husband and it like only kind of worked Uh that's kind of where we're where we're at right now with them now of course claudia Claudia's dead husband is sending her flowers, and that's causing a rift between her and uh, Stephen's marriage. But again, Stephen is the gay character on the show who has never slept with a man, um, and he's been married twice <laughs> and has a son. <laughs> but he's the gay character on the show. <laughs> it's, like, it's like at the point, it's like, do you know what gay means, dude? <laughs> that's why. Well, he does. I don't the, know gay, I, the actor does. I don't, I, I, I don't know if I mentioned this in the recap and the the you know summer summer what are we watching episode, but um, the original actor who was on it for two seasons he quit because he's like, is this character gay or straight? I don't know what the fuck is going on. So he he quit the show, and they they explained it by having his character working on an oil rig in the South China Sea, and it exploded, and then his body washed up ashore, and um, because no one knew who he was, and there were no photos, they just had to sort of wing it in terms of his facial reconstruction. Oh, and let me guess, he came back, and that facial reconstruction turned him straight. Um... <laughs> No, it didn't. I forget what I forget what it was. Oh, you know what it was? It was when his father, Blake, uh, sued him for custody of his son because Blake thought that um, Stephen and his roommate were gay lovers and didn't feel that his grandson should grow up in a in a thing like that. So just to fuck with his father, Stephen went and married Claudia, who had been in um, an insane asylum twice. I think she'd just gotten out a couple days before, uh, you know, deciding to get married, which is always a good idea 
stable wise. I think he got married to win a court case, but then it stuck. My favorite thing, Andrew, about every time you explain the show is that I understand it less. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Then the longer it goes, the less sense it makes. The more confused I am. I just continually don't understand. And then you're like, oh, it's the, the person from the oil rig. And I'm like, what about that guy? Well, when the one when the one guy finally admits that, you know, he's the father of Kirby's baby because he raped Kirby, his his whole thing, his whole thing to apologize is say he didn't know he got her pregnant. That's like <laughs> and I, I'm not kidding you. I don't know if we're supposed to find that sympathetic or not. I can't tell. Well, this right. is such a weird show. So there, there, there. <laughs> that now, concludes the Dynasty recap. It does, it does. Well, look, I couldn't. I cannot bring myself to go back to Milf Manor. I can't. I, I want to. Maybe tomorrow. I don't know. I can't do it though. But now that I'm good and worked up, let's talk about people throwing things at celebrities at concerts. Before I get into it, so we all know, so BB Rex says someone threw a phone um, at her and it hurt her eye, and now she's wearing protective eyewear at concerts, which, yes, when you put it that way, sounds a little funny, but it's really not. Um, apparently, people have been throwing things at Harry Styles all throughout his tour. Um, I'm hearing Skittles, maybe. Somebody handed uh, Pink a, a wheel of cheese. Um, they also threw their mother's ashes on stage while she was performing. <laughs> Um, Weird. What do I do with these? Yeah, <laughs> throw them on stage. It's <laughs> a choice. My, and, can you imagine someone being like, "My mother always wanted to be sprinkled on. You want her ashes spread on Pink stage." My my mother who who had a who 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 came to Pink late in life because she was already late in life when Pink came around. Oh I, God. Oh, and what was it? Oh yeah, uh, uh, Kelsey Ballerina, a um a country star. Somebody threw a bracelet at her eye so uh yeah go ahead so i think like this trend of throwing stuff at celebrities has started because someone threw a phone on the stage and then the pop performer took like a photo like a selfie and then gave it back and a lot of fans are hoping that they'll get a celebrity to take a selfie on their phone so i know that's why a lot of people are throwing phones i'm not so sure about the bracelets or whatever (laughs) i want to i want to say this to the people of the world um we're we're far enough out of the pandemic right now that you can't use that as an excuse not to know how to behave, not to know how to be in a group setting. Uh, a lot of people, I feel like, are coming out of the pandemic uh, and they're just uh, assholes. Um, <laughs> and and it's uh, can I rephrase we, that? Can I rephrase go ahead. that? Go ahead. Being their authentic selves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and if that's the case, then look, don't leave the house. Sit and, you know, do what assholes are supposed to do and comment on other people's social media posts and just be an asshole that way. Um, <laughs> no, don't go out in public and do it. You know, then then you get January 6th all over again. That's, oh my that's God. My honest, I just think it's I just think it's so trashy. You know, like if you did that to me, if you threw a phone, you know, I might take a picture, but I'm not going to tell you of what. I mean, I think it's just so interesting that they're so... There's such like an entitlement yeah. around what is owed to fans. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's also the incident with Ava Max, another artist who one of the a fan got on stage and slapped her. Yeah. Yeah. Which oh, is fuck? yeah, it's insane. So it's hard to imagine that people just think this is okay. And like you were saying, you can't use that I I forgot how to act as a real person in social settings, COVID excuse. That's no longer valid. You yeah. actually have to be respectful 
of other people in their personal spaces, especially performers where theoretically, if you're going to their concerts, you're a fan. Yeah, right. Why would you pay money and then do that? Yeah, it makes no sense. I don't understand. If I were performing and someone threw a phone uh, on stage at me, I would break the phone almost instinctively. You know what I mean? I don't I don't get I don't get the the allure of it. I don't know. Like, why would you throw your mother's ashes on stage? Like, uh, unless you're trying to, like, get social media hits. Like, that's the only thing I could think of. Like, look, I threw my mom's ashes at a pink concert. Like, what other reason are you trying to accomplish? Like, what other reason would you need for that? Well, there is something that I will say, which is interesting, which I'd like to talk about in a different in a different episode more in depth. But I feel like in a post COVID like world, there have been a lot more parasocial relationships. I don't know. Are you guys familiar with? No. Can you explain that? It's in essence a one sided relationship between a celebrity and Mm -hmm. a person who kind of will see themselves as having a connection to them and it's not always unhealthy and it's not always in like a weird stalker way it's more of a i have a relationship with you and it's not like a i i don't have any delusions about the fact that we have a relationship but it's a one-sided i care a lot about you and your life to a, a wild extent taylor swift fans there are plenty of plenty of those which is why they get so worked up and you don't and you don't know me and you don't know me at all because we've never met and obviously there are certain there are most of most people with these types of relationships understand that Mm. that this is a relationship that they have and it is one-sided whereas i'm sure that there are plenty of people that are a little out of touch a little delusional and maybe think that there is some kind of weird relationship i'm not sure but i wouldn't be surprised if there's been an uptick of that since COVID, given the fact that people were so disconnected from actual real people. But I I, I like what you said earlier, too, about the sense of entitlement. And it reminds me of adult Disney fans, Mm -hmm. Um, because there's a lot of this going on at Disney World, too. I don't know about the land, the land, Um, but in the the Disney World, I used to go to Disneyland all the time. I'm from 15 minutes away, but Disney World, I've never been. However, you, you know, you read stories about how people are like, like standing up on rides. Like I just saw a TikTok where someone was literally standing up on the Tron ride, which goes upside down. That doesn't seem safe. And like, that's, I don't know. Like if you're, a, I can kind of understand it. If you're a teenager, if you were my teenager, I would still be like, what the fuck are you doing? But I get it right. Like when we're teens, we all want to get our attention. But the, the, the sense that you can just do like whatever. I, 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 it, I don't understand it. And I, I don't like it, obviously, but like I, I really cannot wrap my head around it. And it just sort of makes me angry and afraid, I guess. Could, uh, could we have a brainstorm session on what would be like a better thing to throw on stage? Than- <laughs> Fucking nothing. Don't throw anything on stage. Literally nothing. That is the answer. Complete. We solved it. <laughs> Roses. That's about it. Yeah. Oh, Roses God. have thorns. They might be. <laughs> could be just as dangerous all well, i will say is i i do not pity parents of teenagers at the time at this moment in time where there's like tiktok trends where like i'm gonna take the door off my bathroom just because <laughs> can you imagine being the parent to that child mm. and the thing is people are doing this all over it's not just one bad apple it's just people are like you know what would be cool if i uh take a take an axe 
and and just break down my dresser. I don't know what to do with that. Well, now, see, now, now we're turning around to where I get it. First of all, <laughs> you know, I was, I was a teenager well before TikTok, and we had one of those bathrooms where it's like, or one of them. <laughs> it was a three bath house. Um, but like the, the one that I used, you know, it was like you walk in, there's, you know, two sinks and then another door. And then behind that door was the toilet and the shower. And I got tired of using that door all the time. So I took it off its hinges and took it out. <laughs> and she's like, my, and she's like, my bathroom had too many doors. <laughs> Andrew, the normal bathroom has one door. Question, <laughs> is it bougie to have multiple doors in your bathroom? I uh, probably. <laughs> Andrew plays hide and go seek with his toilet. He's like, where are you? <laughs> come out come out wherever you are oh there you are no. i found you it's because it's because the primary bedroom the two bedrooms and the bonus room are all upstairs so like the primary bedroom has its own toilet suite situation but this is because so like you know because like my sister and i growing up if someone was taking a shower they would close the door and then the other person could still like brush their teeth and then the door would be closed mm. Mm, gotcha this makes sense thank you thank you it was not a palace every door in the bathroom that you can see is yours (laughs) everything the door touches is mine exactly Andrew couldn't do the TikTok trend. There'd be too many doors to the bathroom. <laughs> I have 50 doors already. The That's the thing is people would get tired after you took off the first door and you're like, now I'm going to take off the second door. And they're like, we've seen it. We're done. Yeah, but we're see, good. here here again, fuck, yeah, I had an affluent upbringing. I don't have a sense of entitlement that wherever I go, I can just do as I please. I'm not like a New Jersey driver. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, oh, Oddly enough, the one, the person that threw the... Uh, the bracelet at BB Rexa, she it was a 27-year-old man from New Jersey. <laughs> Classic. Of course it was. <laughs> Classic. Can't say I'm surprised. But like, you know, and like, you know, if I have a piece of furniture that I'm not using anymore, like if I get a new dresser, yeah, I'll fucking take an axe to my old dresser. That sounds like a blast. Yeah. They, they, <laughs> you can pay to go do that at anger rooms, and I want to very, very badly. I don't know if you can tell, I could use it. I mean, I do I do have a vacation coming up, so hopefully that'll lower the old blood pressure a little bit but oh, um i'm i really there's one in herald square that i want to go to it's called an anger room i call it smashy smashy uh <laughs> and i'm like just oh do you guys want to go do you yeah, want to do it i want to do that all right i'm gonna set up an outing we're gonna do it and then we're gonna get drinks after after i get back from vacation Fuck yeah I we can tell you all about it yes oh, oh i thought you two were gonna go without me and then tell me about it <laughs> no. which was in which would then cause me to have to go to the anger room just to work out my frustration <laughs> or just go to a concert and throw something at fucking Paul Simon. Don't do that. <laughs> so He's so old at and Paul tiny. I would, I would feel terrible. <laughs> you should feel terrible. You shouldn't throw anything at Paul Simon. But that's the kind of concert I would also want to go to. Like, I'm not going to a fucking... Uh, I don't even know who BB Rexa is. So. Or Kelsey Ballerina. Harry Styles I'm aware of and Pink I'm aware of. But like some of these new... I don't... I, I love how in touch you are with the culture. I don't want to be part of the culture if the culture involves throwing things at people and doing whatever you want and then getting in trouble and not understanding why you're in trouble. Like, I don't I don't want to belong to that. It's just it blows my mind. It blo- like so yesterday I saw someone um, make an illegal turn. They hit someone else and then the cars pull over and the person who made the illegal turn and hit the other person had the gall to be upset at the other person. I cannot exist in that 
anymore. And I, now I'm becoming part of it. Now I'm the asshole on the subways. Like someone. Oh my god. So yeah, I was yeah, sorry. This is my end of my rant. I promise. You did say you were in a ranty mood today. Little bit, little bit. Like I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm on the train and I'm like, my stop's coming up, so I kind of get up and go and stand near the door, not in front of it. Um, I wasn't gonna bogart the door as soon as it opened. I was gonna leave. Some little fucker weaseled his way in in front of me, and I was like, "Oh, so you can get out first? What the fuck do you think I was doing here?" Um, anyways, he didn't. He somehow didn't move faster than I did, and someone got shoved because that's what happens. It's all the same thing. Like if you're gonna walk onto the train before I'm done getting off, I might shoulder check you. It's not even. I'll play it off like it's an accident, but I'm 100 doing it on purpose. Like I'm but like, that's you know just what? Bad etiquette. That that's bad subway etiquette. Exactly. You let and people so off the train first. I've decided to be sort of like a vigilante of politeness. Um, <laughs> where if you are impolite, I'm going to Batman you and shoulder check you on the subway and then play it off like, oh, I'm sorry. I don't know. Um, because that's how passive fucking aggressive I am. I love that. Thanks so much. Don't throw things at performers. It's fucking dumb world. All so right. should I tell you guys about The Bachelorette, which is back? Yes. I don't know why you're asking. Of course you should. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. I just wanted to make sure that you're ready, especially because I know you want nothing to do with culture. <laughs> Not anymore. I'm done with it. And maybe the show is why. Maybe they're diving deep into like, because this isn't, that's no celebrity's bad moment. That's not Pink's worst moment. Okay, this is maybe Rex's worst moment or fucking Kelsey Ballerina, which that's made up, right? That's a made up name. Anyways, who cares? Point is, it's not their worst moment. It's their fans' worst moments. It's, this is society's worst moment. Are you saying think- th- this podcast is your village and origin story? <laughs> maybe. We'll see. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> All right. So new season of The Bachelorette started last week with Charity Lawson, a very, very like nice black girl from Georgia. She is a mental health counselor with a master's degree, very educated, very smart. It's really hard to find something bad to say about her because She's just, why do, I, she was why, just why do I feel like you, you do have something? No, I don't. Oh. The point is, <laughs> it's so interesting that they chose her because there's no, there's no room for someone to be an asshole to her. She's too nice and too uh. kind and understanding. She actually knows how to talk to people that don't, that have like weird brain processes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she's too good. She's too good. <laughs> she would be able to, she would be able to be like, Hey, you shouldn't throw things at concerts. Um, <laughs> no, but seriously, like sometimes you were you would watch her talk to these men and some of these guys who are clearly, you know, they they have never talked to a therapist in their life. And, you know, she's she's therapizing them like you just know it <laughs> where she not that she's doing anything wrong, but she's using techniques to make sure right. that she can get through this conversation. And Phoebe, how does that make you feel? <laughs> it makes me feel bad for her. And yet also. So, so amused. <laughs> well, Phoebe, I think those feelings are completely valid. And I really want to thank you for sharing that with me. I really appreciate that. that you trust me to tell me that. Oh, oh, no, it's actually really funny because I saw a tweet about this where someone, you know, during on the show, on the show, they like to do these dates. Tweet. No, no, I, it made, I, I thought it was great. So I'm going to share. Um, okay. On the show, they like to do these, these, quote-unquote dates where basically everybody's like cool time to unload trauma 
And finally, <laughs> finally, there's going to be someone in the room who's actually qualified to host that. And it's Charity, the actual Bachelorette. Wait, 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 wait. I'm con- because hate you both so because of what i know about this show from this from our show i know i know bits and pieces about the fucking bachelor and the bachelorette this is a broad a broad brush to paint it with and i know it's not strictly true but isn't it usually like when there's a bachelor that the female contestants are the ones who are like unloading the trauma do the men do that too the men do that too yeah to the bachelorette really it's kind of one of these weird things that is now expected yeah. at this point. It's really oh, so it's it's kind of icky. Mm-hmm. It's produced where they icky. kind of are encouraged to share very intimate, deep things to make the uh, other person kind of feel like there's like a false sense of intimacy or right. to expedite the process. It's a little icky. It yeah. does happen. Occasionally, it's fine, uh, and sometimes it's good because it brings forth problems. But usually, it's egregious. Charity, I was once at a BB Rexa concert, and I threw a phone at her. <laughs> and a redheaded podcast host was standing next to me, and he he gave me the business and told me <laughs> that my my life was garbage, and that I was raised poorly, and I didn't have enough doors in my bathroom growing up, and that's why I'm such garbage. <laughs> It's not the doors, Andrew. (laughs) It's not the doors. Um, (laughs) uh, The other other thing of note about the season, so last week was the season premiere, and it was really funny because her brother, who was on the season that uh, she had premiered on because they show the families, and he ended up being like an overprotective brother figure. And they had him come here for the first night when everybody is meeting, whether basically charities meeting all these guys. And he's like, I'm going to go and pretend to be a bartender and hear what the guys will have to say. So the best part about this was he's like, I'm going to put on disguise so no one recognizes me. Yes. But the point is, who the fuck is going to recognize Charity's brother? Okay. Please. He's not a celebrity. Please, He's please just describe. her brother. Please describe the disguise for me. The disguise. It was a fake mustache, curly. He's he's bald, curly black hair with a fedora. That was the must. <laughs> that was that was it. The mustache started peeling off, and someone someone asked, "Is that a fake mustache?" Oh my god! In, on the show. The point was, definitely didn't need to do that. But one of the guys that she talked to came over to the bar. They kissed. They made out. It was pretty intense. And he was all giddy, like, oh, my God, that was amazing. Charity goes and talks to her brother after she's had the night. He was like, this guy was being really, really cocky and going on about your kiss to all these guys and all this. And you you expect her to be like, oh, wow, that's really shitty of him. This is horrible. She pulls him aside, gives him the first impression rose, was like, you had every right to be cocky. We had an amazing connection. <laughs> oh, okay. Nice. <laughs> but, no, but the point was, it was so obvious with the way that the producers had her, you know, hey, can you come back here with me? And then all the guys, are, the other guys in the room were like, ooh, someone's in trouble. And then he comes right. back with the rose. 
<laughs> and you just see them all look like they've been, you know, shot. Like, <gasps> what? Like, they don't yeah. know how to handle it. And it was a wonderful moment. <laughs> I like to think if I were ever The Bachelor and... I never will be. Um, also, I'm too old. But I, I do. I do like to think that I ever were. Like, I would use my manager voice. I'd be like, "Caitlin, can you come back here, please?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was literally what I was thinking when you said that. I was like, "It sounds like when you get called into the office, but you get a raise." Yeah, <laughs> it's like, can you come to my office? It. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay, it's you, never... can stop, you can stop what you're doing. Come on back. That's it. It's not you. You don't. <laughs> you're afraid, and then you go back, and it's surprisingly good. And you're like, "Oh, okay, thank you." No, no, you're doing a great job. We're do, you're doing a great job, and we're just really happy. So, congratulations. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> now, get the fuck out of my office. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't want to live in this moment any longer than I have to. Please leave before, before the boss kicks you out. He rips off his fake mustache. He's like, throws it down. <laughs> you have a fake mustache this whole time. <laughs> and he pulls off his fake beard. <laughs> oh my god double whammy <laughs> I, had a, I had a real mustache once for a play i was in and people thought it was fake and i was like what no why would i <laughs> just like traipse about in real life uh, <laughs> i would love to see you in a mustache honestly i'll send, I'll send a photo it's not it's not great it's I'm not curious though it, I am curious. Let me put it. Let me put it to you this way. It's not something I'm putting on my dating profiles. Um, <laughs> um, it has oh. a real Keith Morrison vibe to it. If you catch my drift. Okay, I understand. Good. But yeah. So also stay with the Bachelorette because I was talking about the tweets and all of that. Because when I'm watching it live, it's really fun to look at the Twitter stream and kind mm -hmm. of see what people are saying to see if they agree with you or not. And mm -hmm. just to generally get a sense of the vibe, where are people at? If something ridiculous happens, you could be like, oh, yep. Okay, they get it. These people get it. So naturally, it's a little, uh, little tough now that Twitter is restricting the number of tweets that you can see a day. What? It's yep. so ridiculous. Uh, so Elon Musk uh, put out a statement that I believe it's so non-verified users can see up to 600 tweets a day. If you're a new user, you can only see 300 tweets a day. And if you're verified, I think you can see like 6,000 or something. So it looks a little like a money grab to get people to get verified. Well, that was the whole thing when they made the verified user. It was like 10 bucks you pay. Yeah. Which is, I'm seeing more and more of them on my feed too. And my, on my Instagram mm -hmm. feed. I'm just like you fucking you're not famous. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> you're not but, you're not you're not Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Why is Jesus verified? No one's throwing <laughs> shit at you at concerts. Take that blue check part down. <laughs> but yes, uh, the so basically what he was saying was the reason that they were limiting the number of tweets is because there were a lot of companies using Twitter for like data scraping. Mm -hmm. You know, going through tons and tons of tweets, gathering information. Yeah. And it's interesting because it doesn't really seem like a great business decision when your whole platform on how you make profits is ads mm -hmm. to limit the number of tweets that people can see per day when the whole you know sustainability model of social media is let's make it as addictive as possible so people see as much you know ad content 
as possible. Right. The positive of this is that it might actually help people get off social media because they can only see what 600 tweets, 300 tweets. I mean, they might saying, actually be beneficial to people. Yeah. I mean, they're <laughs> saying it's temporary. Right. But I heard, God knows that. with these things. I don't know. I'm, I don't, I'm not in the mind of Elon Musk. Mm. good it's like the multiverse of madness in there you know what i mean like the dude thinks he's fucking i don't the second coming of jp morgan but he's more like like a bond supervillain. he's got a a bad one yeah he's gonna yeah like he's inspector yeah from one of the the, like shitty 80s movies with timothy dalton Um, oh god yeah him and what is it him and zuckerberg are gonna have a fight like what the First of all, I mean, let's be clear. I think Elon Musk is going to destroy Mark Zuckerberg. It's not um, even a comp. It's not even no, a competition. No, I mean, it's not like a war of egos. It's purely physical strength. And if I had to guess, I would say that Elon Musk's fight or flight is probably a little bit stronger than Mark Zuckerberg's. <laughs> it's a sense I get of the guy. Just a vibe. Yeah, it's a, yeah, and he's Elon Musk is his own vibe. Um, but it's also one that I don't want to talk about because it makes me angry. I need to. I need to get high. Oh, I'm I'm steamed up today. It's this humidity. You can't handle it. <laughs> Guys, I think that wraps up another episode of Not Your Best Moment. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the podcast, please rate us, leave a review. Sent you know swipe right on Andrew's Tinder profile, please. Yeah. <laughs> Help the pod. I don't look at it that often, but go ahead and swipe on it so I you know in three months I can be like, ooh, Tracy. <laughs> oh you're married now oops <laughs> <laughs> alright guys that does it for us nip slips jail time snorting a cocaine line racist tweets family beefs a royal